join forces to create characters and stories to populate Megaton City, an imaginary world where superpowered heroes dare to face twisted forces of evil in an effort to keep humanity weird. Grab a pencil and take plenty of notes. It's time for the Cool Arm. This, <laughs> this is a time traveling school marm from like the 1800s. Like she, she travels through time and works with different groups of children for various reasons, and. She's constantly trying to fit in, trying to be cool, like contemporarily cool, but right. is always always off because she's she's from a very specific time period and she's a school teacher, school marm, like a, a school teacher being old fashioned, mm -hmm. but also extremely futuristic at the yes. same time. Like because I think that's what teaching is. I mean, teaching is both caring for children during their most difficult and you know, information soaking up years, which is much like being their parent, right. but also you have to teach them what's what in the world, not even today, in 30 years. You have to tell them, all right, right. this is what you'll need to know to live and exist. Yes, that's that's such a good point. Like they like always saying we're preparing you for the future. We're getting right. you ready for the future. Like that's her catchphrase. Like yeah. I'm preparing all students for the future. Prepare for the future with the cool marm. That's Recently, somebody finally made me watch an episode of Rick and Morty. The cool marm makes me think of the way that Rick is aware of and like just completely unaffected by this greater knowledge of what's happening in the yes. world future and everything that like that she's just she just is only the difference is she cares deeply about the future right so maybe it's like it's sort of the opposite in a way it's like it's like she it, it much in the opposite way that doc from back to the future wanted to not change the future and affect the space-time continuum oh. i think she very much wants to like her whole thing is to try to make society better for the future that's such a good oh okay you just tapped into like a real like a classic comic book time travel trope that i didn't hadn't even thought of so maybe how somehow she gets taken out of her time period and is sent into the far future and it's a it it is such a terrible future like she can't even imagine like even though she doesn't even know like she doesn't understand normal like technology that we are aware of right like it's it's beyond what we would even expect and it's just like stuff has gone so downhill and she's she's working to like she's traveling back into like back into the past to try to adjust like make adjustments like maybe there's some other force that's that's working against her to to manipulate the sequence of events as well almost a quantum leap scenario but she's she's trying to adjust the the events to, to make sure that children are happy throughout the rest of time and are able and and that she's she's trying to avoid some sort of cataclysm that she's been witness to so okay let's that's amazing but maybe she let's go back where <laughs> <laughs> 
What time is she from? Um, let's say early 1800s. Okay. So maybe even maybe mid 1800s. Yeah, mid 1800s. <laughs> Why don't you tell me and then I'll tell you. Okay. Um, <laughs> and the only reason is I think I feel like this is like a sort of pre-industrial pre-global industrialization she could see the like speed of culture and the speed of societal uh business like societal expectations and like she just sees us even in the in the mid 1800s she can see that kids are getting completely lost mm. in in their heads and that she sees even then that it is technology because in the simple age of technology being largely books and pictures and things of that nature. She, she just has an easier time of it specifically trying to help us better help society overall, better be prepared for the types of opportunities and possibilities that technology will bring while maintaining a connection to our, um, base human elements or something so that we don't lose compassion for other people and uh, uh, self-understanding. Sure. Okay. What if the reason she's, what if the way that she's pulled out of her time is because somewhere far into mm. the future, the like education is left solely upon children's shoulders. Like they're, they have to like, they have to seek it out themselves to find, to find education, to find to find knowledge and there this disconnect has occurred between like children and adults and children are left to their own devices literally left to their own devices like technology and um there are kids that that are starting to use time travel to like go back in time to see events firsthand because like maybe books are no longer a thing like maybe the the traditional uh methods of learning have kind of gone by the wayside and now they're just right. relying on like random technologies to to fill in the gaps right and that's and that's kind of it ties into what you were just saying like she sees these kids that are just relying solely on technological means to teach themselves right but but they're they're not getting it right like all their historical facts are completely jumbled they're just like met like mishmashing everything together Right. It ties back into the same thing that's happening, that is happening and has happened with the media and other like just any form of reality. Now you can see it today. So it makes right. sense that you would see it in the future. I like this idea of going back and seeing historical events, except I think it's that instead of being in class, they like sit in a room and it's like a VR experience. It's like mm. virtual reality that people have because they have this time traveling ability. But maybe it's very tightly like monitored because whatever. Right. I don't know. It's like it's they, almost like like time travel tourism, but it like it's like time travel field trips like they. Right. And it's like you said, it's very it's supposed to be very controlled and monitored. Like there's there are a lot of like um, uh, safety measures taken or put into place in the technology. So these, so you're saying like these kids can like jump back in time and sit in on like a classroom and like. So I was picturing that there was a person who would time travel like, a, you know, some sort of like authorized entity or organization or something okay. that would time travel and then VR video, you know, oh, uh, the Gettysburg okay. address or something. And then. So we would sit down and then here's Lincoln giving the Gettysburg address, you know, maybe even dead bodies around if you want to get like the full effect smell. Ooh. 
but there is like a person from the future who has gone but like there's someone there who's like incognito yes broadcasting back to the maybe that somehow is tied to like a global like in the in this future world there's a global education system or something but it's but as you said it's like in on one hand kids get this incredible education because they have access to all information of all time or whatever but they're not there's no guidance at all so it's just they're learning nothing basically. it's literally like the it's run by kids like the highest yeah. like the ceos of this organ or the the chief officers that's what a ceo is <laughs> um acronyms woohoo uh the like the head officers of this organization are no older than like 15 or 16 years old like that's so like so like the in the future Oh my God. I like this a lot. Actually. It's like, because Holy, this is going to kind of blow my mind. <laughs> it's amazing how much baby products and kid products and technology and experiences and things you're trying to be sold of all variety that are about occupying your kid in some way that enriches right. their life such that you can do something else. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so like, in the future, that's gone to its logical. So it's like you have a baby and then it just gets hooked up to the feeding machine. Music comes in and like and people have lost all sight of that being strange. Like yeah. parenting is no like, oh, so the school marm is much like a lot of teachers today and probably for a long time. The cool marm not only is about fixing this disconnect in educate in the education system she's also about helping raise kids that yeah. this is about this is more than they need to know trigonometry this is yeah. about they they need to know how to be and live and interact with each other and interact with adults and everything and it and at some point adults got so wrapped up in their own digital mental worlds that they just accepted that Kids are a sort of second class type of citizen. They are educated and taken care of all amongst themselves with the help, of course, of lots of complicated AI systems and plenty of machines. And that's how it is. This is amazing. So we've established a future world. We've just done some world building that is kicking my ass. This is awesome. So how does she get there? So she's she's in her school in the 1800s. She's giving a lesson. She has her abacus. She's talking about adding or subtracting. And one of these future uh, broadcasters has has come and has just has tried to like actually sit in on her classroom to try to get some like firsthand educational experience not just like an event but like actually getting some some right. some some basic math lessons something happens to that person where she ends up interacting with them and is like accidentally pulled into this this um time stream okay so let's assume that in this future world that's been going on for a generation or two sure so therefore that children have been educated by themselves like the the adults that are alive have been through that system is what i'm saying or some right. similar version what if there's like a movement of 
there's a movement of people who don't participate in that system or something like there's a, a, a like, Oh, maybe like, it's not even a, like an underground, uh, you know, coalition of people who specifically educate their kids themselves and raise them and don't, but, it, and it's like parents and teachers and they work together and they also, and they like, they do use more older school teachings and they like try to teach the way older teachers would. Maybe there's a, those people are working, pushing to try to make this, um, try to fix the, try to, you know, kind of get back on track. Maybe they think of this plan or a leader with them does, and somebody gets a job doing this time travel and then goes back and like brings her in or something. Yes. Like maybe there's a spy. Oh, so oh, wait a minute. A time spy. A time spy. Now that's a character for another story. Okay, that's a that's awesome. And what if they enlist the help of one of the kids that they've been working with uh, in the underground, and they send this kid back? And and so this kid this kid is like a sidekick. This kid becomes part, like part of the school the cool marms travels. That's who teaches her about all the future technology. Yes, because the kids run the education system and whatever. Like, so they're kids that go back in time. Like, why wouldn't they be? And maybe like. Because it's because it's like teenagers who do it. Historical events are getting like screwed up. Yes, George Washington won the Revolutionary War by himself. He was a superhero who wore a cape and. But not even that. I meant like I meant like they go that they because they're because you see it. So it's like they wouldn't. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I meant like (laughs) they go back and like while they're videoing like the Gettysburg Address, like they accidentally knock the mic over or something. Mike, because he was speaking into a mic. Eighteen (laughs) sixty-two. It was just a guy named Mike who was translating what he said or transcribing. Yeah, that's how they did it back then. You just got a guy named Mike, and he would be like, Lincoln would be like, four score and seven years ago. And then Mike would go, four, four score! score! <laughs> so that everybody could hear. That's Mike. Mike Rapone. That's, that's... Right, exactly. Oh, good old Mike Rapone. <laughs> the inventor of the microphone. He just got he got tired of having sore throats all the time. (laughs) (laughs) But all I was really getting at was so it's a kid because kids are the ones that go back. So they the this kid is volunteers from the group or whatever to be the person who goes and like recruits this teacher. And they've I I want it to be that they've done a lot of like, you know, old school research like they've collected what books are left or whatever that they use for their teachings. And they've yeah. discovered this, like they they've tried to find the best teacher from the old days. And that's this woman, this cool mom uh. becomes the cool mom. It's like, they discover maybe it's like oh. all of the great minds of the yes. late 19th century happen to come out of this one area. And then they figure out that it's this teacher who inspired people to write and create and invent and do things or whatever. And like they're just like gathering facts, but they're not like connecting the dots. They're not they're not putting everything into context. It's just like they're they don't have an understanding that just seeing it isn't what you need, that there's right. a context and other like and oh. you can't just and much like it's like just watching like the final event of something and then like ignoring everything else that happened before. So there's they have this very shallow level of education. Yeah. And like it, like the standardized testing has kind of like become like a an, an even more prominent like it's just all about the the rote facts and it's these kids and it's machines. I mean that's basically their education system is kids and computers. 
not that the, the, the like school system kids and adults are evil, but like in terms of they are because they're pu- they push and pull against what the cool marm and this sidekick are trying to do that. They're like, they don't realize that they're just like feeding into their own demise. I would argue that there's somebody involved in the system or maybe outside of the system, but that would benefit from it is trying to manipulate those, those historical moments or trying to manipulate just maybe just trying to manipulate the educational system to keep, keep the educational quality at a minimum. So the more like as time goes on, when, when people are graduating from the system, they're still very much, they're about following the machine and doing what the machine says. And, and, and like, since they can't put things into context, they're not able to really understand how they're being misused as humans. They're just kind of being fed right into a system that's, that's pressing upon them in in pretty terrible ways, but they're, they're, they're oblivious to it because of how they've, how their educational system has brought them up. They Mm -hmm. just go right into the system and, I mean, you can look at it now, like standardized tests. That's been a thing for a long time. And it's like, that is literally letting a computer grade your understanding. And, and I think just like taking that to its logical end where it's like, well, then you, why wouldn't you let the computers make all the decisions? Yes. There's like a master computer. And the computers are good at like letting you much, much like, uh, government leaders. Now the computers are great at convincing you that this is good and that this is the right thing and also making it enjoyable enough that uh, you'll sit there for it. Maybe not. Uh, so let's go back to this cool marm and the student that's been sent back. Right. Okay. So start, so start there. So the student comes back. Student comes back. Looking, did we decide, are they looking for the cool marm or is it just like that they go back? I don't know. I, I think going back and specifically looking for her makes her a lot more like predisposes her to an importance that I think. Right. Like I think she grows into this significance rather so than she's like, just a regular. She's just, just and, and that's what they're looking for. Like they just go back and look at like regular teachers who are just doing it for the the like doing it for the sake of helping ki- kids. I think this kid is maybe this kid is not well trained with his. Like they kind of rush this plan to to, yeah, yeah. to do this, so they kind of get these these field agents out, maybe a little undertrained, and something's going on with his with the device, and the teacher sees this kid messing around with something in the middle of a lesson, and mm-hmm. kind of and and confronts it, and it's like, what you know, is there something you'd like to share with the class? And this kid is like, no, 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 I'm fine, and she yeah. she forces it, and and he this kid eventually says, well, it's a Right. Okay, you got me. I'm from the future. It's a it's a time machine, and she's she's just kind of humoring him, but also curious. And she starts right. fiddling with it. She's like, "I'll I'll give this back to you at the end of the day." And as he he, whoa, what if they take the whole class? That's. <laughs> So the cool marm has a cadre of small nineteenth century children. They're the cool kids. Around. The cool kids. No, I was forget that. But I think I think this concept of her like fiddling with it. Her powers are a combination of the kids' knowledge and access to futuristic technology yes. and her access to 
old school ideology. Yeah. Traditional knowledge, traditional and, and her ways just, of dealing with people. And her just like kind of old like vintage grit. Like she's just got this determination yeah. that that um is incomparable. Like it's just she's it, tough. She becomes like a role model for teachers within the time periods that she visits because she yeah. can show like she can demonstrate, hey, I have I am covered in technology from different time periods. I can use this to teach kids, but I don't rely on this to teach kids. Right. Teaching starts here and comes from here and in your heart. It's not a matter of whatever thing you're holding in your hand showing them unless it's maybe a book. But even then. As long as you've got the knowledge, it's 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 a connection between knowledgeable person and impressionable person. And it's and it's not even just having the knowledge, as every teacher I'm sure knows that it's teaching is an art and a science and a skill. And it it is about connecting with people and Mm -hmm. understanding that connection and then understanding what it takes to actually teach someone something for knowledge to be imparted. And so her, I just have to throw, like her nemesis is this like computer, this AI from the future that this kid came from. That is, it is intent on uh, destroying that concept of of education. It's, it's right. It, it doesn't understand human connection. It thinks that connection is like a cable to another thing. Like a connection is just like when you put a USB into my port and we transfer that kind of digital Magic sauce. What? Digital magic sauce. (laughs) That's a different kind of port. (laughs) And now it's time for The Origin. In the year 2250, the world's education system is run entirely by arrogant 12-year-olds while mainstream society is dictated by the whims of an advanced artificial intelligence known only as Singularitech. Children are literally left to their own high-tech devices to pursue academic careers, graduating at the age of 12 so they can join the professional workforce. Using technology created by their supercomputer overlord, students of the curriculum travel through time to observe educators of years past, gleaning what they can from their primitive teachings. It was during one of these time-traveling field trips that dedicated prairie school marm Clara Lofton was yanked out of the time stream. While scolding a new student for disrupting her class with what he called his broken chrono skipper, Clara suddenly found herself transported through time and space. The new student was part of the rebellious underground chalkboard, a faction of students and adults who defied Singularitech's authoritarian stance on education, seeking instead a form of education that focused on human connection rather than internet connection. The young rebel, Prometheus Felch, helped Clara acclimate to her travels through time. He provided her with future technology and taught her how to use more advanced devices like laser spheres and cellular phones. 
In exchange, Clara taught the eager student such classic educational standards as sentence diagrams, quadratic equations, and cursive handwriting. As student and teacher, they skipped through history and reveled in their educational travels. That changed, however, when they discovered the nefarious supercomputer Singularitech had begun sending its own agents into the past to corrupt the time stream. Terrified that Clara's existence might threaten its own, Singularitech waged an endless war on the chronologically displaced schoolteacher. Clara and her student battled the AI's soldiers through various eras and historical events until the Chrono Skipper malfunctioned one final time, leaving Clara, her pupil, and her nemesis in the same era, the early 21st century. The very age of technological innovation that would eventually lead to Singularitech's own origins as an educational phone app. Clara and her student companion adopted this time period as their own, working together to undermine Singularitech's constant manipulation of the future and ensuring that educational standards across the globe might remain grounded in genuine human interaction. Teacher, time traveler, crime-fighting superhero. These were all vocabulary words the citizens of the world used to describe the cool marm. Thanks for joining Luke and Adam at the Mega HQ, dear listeners. If you enjoy the show, support it at patreon.com slash bmega. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts to help spread the word and share the podcast with someone you love. Follow Adam and Luke on Twitter at Megaton City. In the mood for some horror this month? Get your fill with the first 15 episodes of Luke's Heavy Metal Horror Fiction Podcast, Bad Notes. Just don't blame us for the nightmares. Until next time, dear listener. High five a teacher for their hard work. Cheer for a child and their inherent desire for knowledge. And as always, be mega! It will be it is the then the creation of like urban myths and other general like legends that all this weird things that have happened over time that nobody has any explanation for. And it was just yes. it was time travel. Oh, dude, uh, have you seen the video of this woman? And like, I think it's the 19 maybe late, late 1920s or early 1930s. It's this woman walking out of a uh, Charlie Chaplin movie and. People are like, she's totally on a cell phone. She's walking down the street, and it looks like she's holding a cell phone up to her head. And there's, like, all these conspiracy theories. that Like, she's a time traveler. That is totally the cool marm. That's the cool marm. (laughs) The cool marm.